This is JFM Podcast. Every day, political stories fill our airways. Morning, the national chairman of the Police Community Relations. From the regular. It is time for us to unite and move the state forward. To the absurd. The seven president has sent prayers to your members. News headlines get us talking. For every story that makes the headlines, you need experts and analysts. The complaint basically is they will say motivation. I mean, the page. Yeah, the motivation and even the moral. And then we don't produce, we consume. You see, the social investment program was almost like a charity funded. It reached the poorest of the poor. And in what form? You borrowed and dashed people's money. Dashed. Every weekday from 5 p.m. to 6 p.m., join Ponsa Fanab and Gilbert Joseph on Nigeria at Sunset as they dissect trending political and social issues, bringing light to darkness and voices to silence. Because as I am now, I'm a very confused man. Because whether to go to left or go to right. Very good evening to you and welcome to the program Nigeria at Sunset on J101.9 here in Joss. My name is Ponsak Fanab. It's a beautiful Wednesday evening, 7th of uh, February 2024. Gilbert is not here. Uh, he's still, you know, observing some rest, uh, but he's okay. I mean, uh, if we don't speak on phone every day, we speak uh, at least three times, three times. Uh, so I can tell you that uh, he's very okay and he deeply senses uh, immense gratitude, you know, uh, to all those who, um, you know, think about him, um, committed him in prayer, or maybe some form of, you know, good wish or goodwill that he should get well. So he's, he's sending his uh, gratitude uh, to you. Well, uh, today the Super Eagles will be uh, playing against Bafana Bafana. Uh, last time when they played against, uh, their match was against, um, was it the Ivory Coast? Okay, Angola. Angola, yeah. You know, I don't watch soccer. Uh, by the way, I have uh, Mr. Joseph Adudu. Good evening. Thank you so much. Good I think evening. We should just start the conversation. Happy, happy, happy New Year. Yeah. Happy New Year. Yeah. Happy New Year. We've not met, but of course we've uh, been uh, we've been communicating anyway. Of course, of yeah. course. Uh, I mean, so what is your prediction? By the way, do you watch football? I do, I do, I do. What I do. is your pre- uh, prediction for today's match? Well, uh, I've watched about uh, teams played the Bafana, Bafana, and the Super Eagles. And uh, um, maybe with the, the previous performance, taking the previous performance into consideration, uh, it's going to be a very tight, you know, competition. But I believe that, I really hope that... Uh, but are you optimistic that the Super Eagles will put up a show? Yeah, I, I'm very, very, very opti- optimistic. You see, the, if you look at the... The, all the departments, of, especially of the Super Eagles, mm-hmm. uh, their strength is on the defense. Um, there is a little, a little pro, a problem at the midfield. And you know, in modern football, you know, uh, you know the, the game of football is... Uh, yeah. Yeah. Um, the, the, the midfield, you know... I, I don't know anything about strong. football, so I'm just... I, I'm I just do, slow. and that is why I'm saying... Yeah, please go ahead. Uh-huh. So, yeah. so I'm strength, learning from you. <laughs> learning football, you know, the, uh, most of the uh, activities that may eventually lead to the success of a club or a team 
is from the midfield. Mm-hmm. That is modern football. Okay. And so when you have a vibrant and active midfield, then you have the attackers being supplied. But when you have a weak midfield, you now there is a tendency that uh, the attackers will not yeah. be fed. Mm-hmm. And I think in the last, uh, uh, especially the early, the first game of the Super Eagles, we've seen that. And that is why Ozime, who is also a, 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 at the front there, was uh, you know, being staffed. But subsequently, there was an improvement. Uh, but I really hope that uh, today we'll see our midfielder you know, coming back to life. Okay. And then there will be a supply. And in the end, I you know definitely that uh, Super Eagles will carry the Okay, well, yeah. I wish the Super Eagles well. Uh, we're going to talk about this issue of Goscolo. Today, I, I visited uh, to pay my you know, tribute and condolence to... Uh, I would say my father in this, you know, broadcasting, you know, uh, profession. I think is is a noble profession. The Joshua. late Doctor Melody, yeah. uh, the late Joshua mm-hmm. Hasdrop Fajok, and yeah. uh, when I went there, introduced myself, and then I met, you know, some of his friends, and I would go talking. I introduced myself, you know, I said, ah, you know, told them uh, how much he meant to me, you know, mm-hmm. as an individual and uh, as a person, and. Uh, and then someone, you know, who heard my show yesterday was saying that, no, I should talk about more about, you know, uh, Goscolo. Mm-hmm. I really want for us to talk about, you know, Goscolo because it's something that you are very, very familiar with. Mm-hmm. And even uh, the uh, executive governor of Plato State, Barista Mutfuang, you know, uh, alluded drug abuse to the last, you know, violent conflict in Mangu local government. And, of course, we'll recall during the time of former Governor Jiang, there was an embargo that... Uh, alcoholic beverage, uh, beverages uh, should be sold after working hours of 4 p.m. Uh, but why do you think young people would just, um, I, I would say, give themselves, you know, to uh, some of these, you know, vices, especially uh, Gosko? I have, I have one friend. Uh, there's something that he he told me about Goscolo, and this is what he said is. I think that that is his philosophy, but he's a very nasty and crazy philosophy. He told me, why will you spend more money to get high? Why would less you can fly? Hmm. You know, I said, well, it's a good, it's like poetry, but again, it's dangerous. It's very, very dangerous. What do you have to say about uh, this Goscolo as a, I would say, vanguard and as a gatekeeper of society? Yeah, I think the issue of Goscolo is one of the social malady that uh, our society is confronted you know with uh if you uh, actually if you ask what is uh, goscolo um its definition will definitely unravel the 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 ingredients that made up uh, you know this uh, dangerous you know drink um it's not only goscolo the society is faced with a very serious, you know, challenge of uh, youth going into all sort of, uh, you know, engagement, engaging in all sort of, uh, you know, taking all sort of activities to get high. And you begin to ask the question, why do they want to get high? Um, you also recall that uh, the DSS over the years have attributed the increase of uh, kidnapping and uh, Boko Haram activities mm-hmm. to all these sort of uh, illicit drugs. drugs. Yeah. Uh-huh. And uh, of recent, you find out that uh, in every community 
And I say this with high degree of every community from the real sense of it, every community in this church, there is nowhere that you will go that you will not find cells of youth they have, you know, constitute themselves in nuisance in that community. For instance, in Rukuba Road, I think there are about... We shouldn't profile any community. I will, well, uh, let me say every community. Uh -huh, but we uh -huh. shouldn't profile. Every, 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 every community. Mm -hmm. So, um, and what, I, if, as, as early as 7, 8 o'clock, they are already high. And not only, you know, um, using Goskolo. They have gone to an extent, because even the Goskolo that is sold for 100 Naira, in some cases, you know, some youth don't even have that 100 Naira. You know to get goskolo so what do they do the device other means and it may surprise you when you you know re, uh, find out about this other means mm. you will you believe that uh some engage in going as you know as far as uh, killing you know certain animals like reptiles in this case lizard mm. you know when they decompose it is they now sniff the decomposing body of this reptile and they get high that is some form of bondage also. yeah some go to the toilet i don't know they go to the toilet and after sniffing you know the rot that is coming from the toilet you know for maybe 10 15 minutes they get high and so many other things so it's not just about Goskolo. Now the question is that why have you decided to go into this kind of uh is it that they don't have jobs is, or? that is that is the problem issue the unemployment is number one in fact it is the main issue unemployment yeah but because yeah but mr dudu yeah if uh, uh you were saying that they don't have jobs uh if someone that doesn't have jobs it shows that uh, he doesn't have money cash you know to fund any lifestyle that he wants but where do these young people get money to buy you know goscolo for as low as 100 naira or 200 naira where well, do they get okay the let me from? put it this way they don't have legal jobs so to say okay legal legal jobs so to oh, say okay there you now go. yeah and because of the neglect you know they are prone to all kind of uh, illegal activities and you find out that this especially some politicians and other you know, unscrupulous element mm -hmm. now you know seek for their services to carry out their nefarious activities you know and they are giving peanuts over time you've heard of uh, cases the police have paraded a lot of people and uh, in their confessional statement you find out that uh, you know they were uh, they, they carry out the nefarious act you know, as a result of somebody giving them two thousand, three thousand, yeah, to do so, even to the point of killing another, you know, mm -hmm. uh, yeah. uh, killing people, very you know, unfortunate, because five, ten thousand, yeah. So, yeah, go ahead. So, what I'm trying to say here is that, uh, yes, the youth, uh, you know, don't have any legal because they have not been legally engaged, you know, and the the they have been vulnerable and then uh, the politicians and other unscrupulous elements see them as uh, you know tools to use them to achieve their evil acts but do you think INEX, i'm sorry uh, navdak ban on you know social alcoholic beverages will go a long way in curbing this ugly you know tide and uh, making uh, some of this product unavailable to 
uh, these young people. Anek is a federal NAVDAC. NAVDAC, sorry. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> NAVDAC We're just a, coming <laughs> out from an election, so understand. So understand with us. Exactly, yeah. exactly. Yeah. <laughs> so we should be pardoned. Yeah. Um, NAVDAC is a federal government agency. Mm. And uh, it's not just about NAVDAC. We've seen in many cases where federal government it, it, laws are put in place. But you also find out that those who break these laws are the those who are well placed in the society, including high government officials, politicians, and people who hold high positions in the society. I give you an instance. Yes, kidnapping is a legal act. Illegal. It is illegal. Mm -hmm. But you find out that a lot of people who have engaged in this illegal act have been arrested, but they don't spend a day or two in, the, in, in police custody. And they are released. Why? Because if you if you if you if you conduct an investigation, we find out that that person is a political boy to a very strong politician. So what am I trying to say here? We have NADAC. It's not just about you know placing an embargo or saying that a particular drug is illegal, but those who engage in this illicit trade. If you find out, if you conduct your own investigation, you have, you, you, it will surprise you that they have a link to a very strong personality in the society. Yeah, well, uh, if you're a young person listening to us, uh, I think that you have, you know, a whole life in front of you. Uh, you need to be deliberate in taking the right choices uh, and ensure that you're healthy. I mean, think about your family. Think about your uh, even if you know you are the only person remaining in this world and you feel despondent, you feel that uh, you are nothing. There, you have friends that care about you. You have you know community of people that care about you. Uh, so please, you know, don't engage in anything that will destroy uh, your future. It's it's, it's very uh, important. Uh, I'm I mean I'm I'm very very concerned about uh, this manhans of uh, Goscolo. I'm very, very uh, concerned about that. I have some personal stories, but I don't think this is the time, you know, to share. Let's play this inside. When we come back, Mr. Dudu, we're going to start the conversation uh, with you. This is the DJ of Navdak. The show will continue. Stay here. Actually, what I said was uh, the products that could have come to Nigeria, we stopped such products from coming in through the pre-shipment testing in the country where the products are living from. So it, it, it could have been misunderstood. Uh, what we have in NAVDAC is what some other countries are copying now, pre-shipment testing. So we, let's say we approve 100 products from that part of the world. Those products must, must go through a clean report inspection analyst, CRIA, before coming. Those that failed will not come. And that was what I was referring to that those that failed, and these are products that we've already approved, but if fake documentation was part of the submission, we wouldn't have known. Uh, but at that point where the products are being tested, we found out that they failed, so they couldn't come to Nigeria. None of those products came to Nigeria. About 140 approved products. And when you talk of approved products, you are talking of five-year approval. So it, is, it will be tens and tens of containers over the five years. We stop 
those products through the pre-shipment testing. However, we dug deep, we did a deep dive into the documentation that accompanied those failed products. One of those documents is certificate of pharmaceutical product. And we found out that over 50% of the documentation was fake wow. for those that didn't come. So despite the fact that we have approved them based on what we saw, they failed. So they couldn't be shipped into the country. Well, we have network. Uh, you know, the certificate of pharmaceutical product is supposed to be given by the central regulatory agency in India. But that is not usually done. So the states or the provinces have their own, unlike us, that we have just one single NAVDAC. Mm -hmm. The states also have their own regulatory uh, agencies. So the states are the ones that issue this COPP. So one of our colleagues dug deep that know India very well, dug deep into certificate of pharmaceutical products that we sent to them because they wanted to know more about our pre-shipment scheme. And they were the one who discovered that over 50% of the documentation is fake. So it is not products that came into Nigeria. No, we don't have over 50% of our drug products in Nigeria fake. No, we have about 10, 10, 12%, which we are trying to reduce to less than 5%. Yo, glad you're still here. Uh, the program is Nigeria at Sunset. My name is Ponsak Fanab. I have uh, Mr. Joseph Adudu. He's a journalist. Uh, he's the editor-in-chief at African Drum Magazine, and you can find all of his work at africandrummagazine.com. Yeah. Yeah. Hmm. All right. Uh, well, I don't know where to start from, but let's start uh, from Plateau, where the state government announced the solution of uh, both of tertiary institutions, uh, the VC of uh, Plaza has been stuck, and what have you. Uh, what do you think, or... Um, what are some of the recommendations you give, you know, Governor Mutfang to make sure that our tertiary institutions uh, are more viable? Take, for example, College of Agriculture, Garkawa. We have uh, College of Education, Gindri. We have uh, Plato State Polytechnic, Barkinladi. Uh, we have uh, the Plato State University in Bacchus. Oh, uh, well, uh, maybe I can only comment on the... Uh because it's not in my place to give the, His Excellency advice, you know, so to say. No, but you're a journalist, yeah. you're a public yeah, I affairs uh, analyst. But so. uh, I, I will, why I'm saying so is because um, I, I saw the letter yeah. from the, you know, uh, the um, Director of Press Affairs regarding the dissolution. Mm. Uh, but uh, I went through it. Unfortunately, there was no reason given advance for the dissolution. Yeah, but talking about that letter, uh, Mr. Dudu, in that letter, Governor Mutfang said those that those who were being recruited into the civil service during the time of Governor Lalong, uh, that, you know, I, 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 is, is that the uh, employment, you know, uh, has been terminated or is going to be reviewed, you know, entirely? And he was uh, the same Governor Mutfang said that nothing is going to happen to those. Exactly. And that is the point. Uh, yeah. that, that video is making the rounds, you yeah. know, even in the social media. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, one key thing that uh, we need to. Um, you know, hold their leaders accountable is uh, their statement, especially when they are seeking for political offices. Um, unfortunately, this is coming at a time that uh, his, this administration is uh, finding its foot, you know, on the ground. Uh, we are just coming from the, you know, the Supreme Court uh, ruling 
and uh, even the election that was uh, held you know recently um, yes you know uh, if not for you know uh, those that already on ground and uh, their structure especially the you know, father of the state uh, i must say this uh, jonah david jan that uh, people who uh, you know have already established structure you know the different and uh, the story would have been a different one so um i i i, I should think that uh, the governor should be very 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 cautious in his you know decision especially when it has to do with appointments that are statutory now irrespective of how um you know, somebody is employed, and w w if uh, I, I, after some times it is found out that uh, you know his employment, you know, has uh, you know is, is, is uh, there is default in his employment. Um, they are all people from Plateau State, and one would think that uh, other means should have been adopted to address. This yeah, but situation. there was a committee that was set up to review the processes that. At the Lalong administration, government, let me know you, Lalong. The government, you know, gave out this employment. Uh, but why do you think Governor Mutfang, after saying that people, he allayed the fear of people, especially those who are newly recruited by government, but today, you know, they are reversing their recruitment. Uh, and this is, you know, uh, putting more people back into the labor market and, and instead that of, that, you know, that, creating. That is, that is the point. I know a committee was set up, it, it, the committee completed its assignment and submitted its own report. But I doubt if the outcome of that uh, or the, the, the recommendation, you know, of that committee has been made public. And that is, I am not aware, you know. So maybe if you are aware, maybe we, you can, you know, uh, have yeah. probably would have said, okay, the decision he has taken is part of the recommendation of that committee. I'm not aware. But the point I'm trying to stress here is that uh, whatever that has to do with law, you know, we must tread it with caution. And uh, appointments that are made, especially the ones that are statutory, you know, we should be very, very, very uh, cautious, you know, about tempering, you know, with. Otherwise, um, you will have a lot on your hands, especially, you know, the, this administration where in its um, less than 10 months in office mm -hmm. has a lot of uh, legal, you know, issues on its hands. You know, uh, which are similar to what has just you know happened. You have the issue of uh, uh, local government chairman uh, who were sacked. They are in court. Uh, you have the issue of uh, I think there is another issue before this one. Okay. Uh -huh. And they are very key issues. So, um, but do you think you know because if this uh, sacked uh, workers uh, take the government to court, are you going to blame government for? Uh, entangling itself into unnecessary legal drama and litigation? It's, it's a straightforward thing. You know, there are no two ways about it. Once, except the government, like I said, the letter has not, you know, given reason for their, you know, decision. That is right. Yeah, that is right. You understand, if reasons were given, maybe they are found wanting in a particular area, uh, it shouldn't have even been a dissolution that it would have been suspended pending the outcome of an investigation. But since it is outright dissolution, you know, um, that is the most, uh, you know, dangerous aspect of it, so to say. Because as this is a tenured, you know, uh, appointment. Uh -huh. It runs through, you know, a particular period, you know. So, um, if you are dissolving, if you are sending a person away, you should be ready, you know, to um, part with some millions of naira. Because definitely, when such a person seeks redress, that will be the outcome. 
and we've seen it happen in so many in our cases okay yeah well uh let's talk about the federal government and of course the hardship the nigerians are facing do you think the federal government is on the right track to in, uh, address this economic hardship a uh, typical example is if i have five thousand uh, today and i go to the market i have three maybe two children a wife and uh, two children uh, and then I, I i bought like food items uh, but tomorrow, if I go to the market with the same 5000 the prices will change. Do, do you think the Tinibu administration is on the right track? And uh, musicians, you know, have told Tinibu that, look, the people are suffering, and you've got to deliver on your promise, uh, and what have you. Do you think the government, the federal government is on the right track? And this is removal of oil subsidy. The state government right now have a lot of money. Plan to state government, you know, uh, I think on average, monthly, they don't... I get less than seven billion naira from FAC, you know, allocation. This is minus the IGR. Talk mm. to us. Well, um, if I said that uh, the Tinibu administration is on track, uh, I, I will be unfair, not only to the people of Nigeria, but even to myself. Uh, of course, I know that uh, I was uh, an advocate of uh, the removal of oil subsidy because, for a fact, is is. That was uh, the best for Nigeria. And uh, let me also say that uh, to also correct the impression, you know, uh, a lot of people uh, have said that, uh, the, the, you know, the view that uh, is uh, Tinibu that uh, remove uh, fuel subsidy. I will say that it's not Tinibu. Uh, for me, I think he only received the silver bullet. Uh, removal of subsidy was done in October 2022 just about six, seven months before the exit of the previous administration of uh, President Mohamed Buhari, when the budget was submitted to the National Assembly, that budget did not capture the... It only captured the subsidy for six months, January to June. So um, there was nothing Tinubu could have done because the subsidy was already removed. But uh, I, I, as, a, as an administrator, you know, who, uh, or as a leader... Uh, one would have expect, expected that uh, he should have uh, employed his ingenuity and to the fact that since the subsidy was removed, now how is the proceeds going to be used? And I think one of the mistakes made is to um, channel the proceeds to governors. Well, no. Why do you think that? Right, is because, of course, you can see the effect today. They, I mean, how effective is that uh, the advancement of uh, the proceed of the subsidy to the governors? How, what changes, you know, has that made in the, in the various states? I mean, You're, that is why Governor Mutfang is doing some road infrastructure, you know, because no, there's no, no. a lot of money now and, you know, uh, he's getting more money from FARC and uh, I will see some public infrastructure. Well, uh, we, we, the first and foremost, what gave rise to this you know, discussion is uh, the complaint by the people. Yeah. People are hungry. Yeah. People are dying. So of what use is uh, infrastructure to a dying person, to a hungry person? So I think we should prioritize. There should be a priority. Government should prioritize its activity. Okay, so so in, this instance, now, in this what, instance, yeah, why do you think, you know, should the state government prioritize, you know, uh, prioritize uh, to cushion the effect of this? Uh, so Because I see it every day. I see it, you know, every day that these people are truly and really suffering. Mm. No, well, well uh, first and foremost, uh, 
first and foremost the federal government because the what has you know really compounded this problem is the issue of the dollar uh, that uh, has jumped from 750 naira to about 1400 naira mm -hmm. and because we are a consuming economy uh, all that we make use of is imported okay so um it, 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 to get out of this you know precarious situation um it will take time you know so but in the you know it, it, it's a long-term program but the immediate what we need now because people are suffering is uh i expect the government especially the governors to look inward even though uh, Mutfan has uh you know, taking a decision, the issue of supply of fertilizer to farmers, that was done in, uh, and I think uh, by next year there will be a lot of, uh, you know, food, you know, produce in, in the market. Well, that is but if the bandits allow farmers to go back to their farms. Uh, well, that is another issue. Mm -hmm. There is security issue, issue mm -hmm. of bandit. But for now, um, we normally have uh, what, do you, what do you call uh, reserve. Yeah, grand reserve. Yeah. I don't know if we still have, you know, that. Even if we don't, even though there is limited supply in the market, but one would think that a government should take charge, and then to ensure that the available food in the market, government should take, you know, charge of purchasing, you know, pilot in one place, and then begin to see how. To it, it gets control of the price the pricing pricing system it is very 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 important when that is done that is one way you know of curtailing you know uh, food inflation so to say so but we've not seen uh, that uh, uh, idea from government you know that decision you know to so is um, that is the most immediate thing that must be done now and then we can see the issue of uh, how to help farmers with uh, farm implements and all these things for a long time but the immediate time is for government to just sit up and ensure that you know um she is in she takes control of uh you know purchasing food items from market and then sell it at a regulated price that is the only way to cut down food inflation okay yeah well let's talk about last saturday's uh rerun election i know that you cover the election uh first of all what do you think about you know that election well that election uh i i would say that uh it came with uh surprises came with uh you know because of the shocks the adp guy won no no yes of course because of the and he happened to be my friend Oh really? Yes, I know his background. I know what he has gone through, and uh, frankly speaking, uh, the lessons there are a lot of lessons to learn. I've from heard that so many stories about yes, him. You know, a lot of lessons to learn from uh, that uh, election, and uh, one of the biggest lessons is that uh, you don't look down on uh, anybody. But first and foremost, even before I talk of that one, frankly speaking, you know, if you look at how things you know work out during the election, I give it to to Dara Babajan. Because whether you like it or not, it is his structure that was utilized. And it also goes to show that uh, it is good to have structure. And when you talk of good structure, is that uh, 
you have an establishment that uh, an informa information can uh, be used as where, a channel where, to yeah, disseminate. Yeah, were you surprised? Were you surprised? You know, by that how yes. less than forty-eight hours. Yeah, but information just trickled. That's what I'm saying. It's because somebody it's has. Is it because somebody has a structure and that structure is well designed? And so, you know, information, as far as this, the modern world is concerned, information is, is power. Mm -hmm. Somebody said information is currency. Well, however you look at it, they are all correct. Mm -hmm. So, uh, but you see, that information has to trickle down using a, a channel. And that channel is the structure. And that structure belongs to Babaja. So you have to give it to him, whether you like it or not. You have to give it to him. That within 48 hours, there was a change. Because, you know, uh, uh, the most of the people, where it surprises a lot of people is because nobody had thought of that option. You know, we've had people saying that, no, there should be protests. You know, people are saying that the should, INEC officials should be stopped from conducting election if PDP is not, you know, um, on, the on the ballot and all sort of things. Um, then, all of a sudden, an idea it was uh, established and then it was executed and then executed successfully. So it, it, it wasn't an easy thing. It, it only takes an engine, uh, you know, a person with uh, a, who is very creative, a person who knows what he's doing, a person who is already on ground to ensure that such a decision is perfect, is carried out perfectly. Just in less than 48 hours, you know, Having the people in six local government electing two different people under the platform of two different political parties, yeah. it's not it's not easy. It's not easy. So I give it to Babaja. So talk to us about the ADP because I know when ADP started, uh, I will have to give it to our senior colleague Chief Nayak Daman. Uh, because at some point in time, he ventured into politics. Mm -hmm. And I think he was the pioneer chairman of ADP on, on the plateau. Uh, that is, if I'm correct about that fact. Uh, talk to us about, you know, you said, uh, what would you like plateau people, especially plateau north uh, electorate, to know about your friend, who is a senator now? I call him, I call, I call Chief Nayak, I call him a bulldozer. Because he has been my friend for almost 30 years. And I know the kind of person he is. You know, when he believes in something, he pursues it to logical conclusion. And I want to tell you that in the history, since the advent of this democratic dispensation, there is no political party that was introduced in Plateau State and have its roots established like the ADP, courtesy Chief Nayak Daman. Within in less than six months, he has his structure across the 17 local government of the Even state. General John Temlong contested election. On that, that is what I'm saying. He has the structure spread across, well rooted in the 17 local government areas of Plateau State. And you could see after the APC then and the PDP, it suddenly because there were other parties on ground before the ADP. But it suddenly, you know, catapult or jump, you know, find itself to the third, you know, position after the other two, you know, political parties. So uh, you have to give it to him. He's somebody that uh, um, he, he doesn't, he doesn't, he doesn't, he doesn't bother. He doesn't look at faces. He doesn't consider anything. Once he knows that, you know, he has a mission and he has to achieve that mission. He comes out wholeheartedly, strongly, 
with all that it takes to ensure that he achieved that. So you give it to the man. And my friend, frankly speaking, a lot of things have happened to him that uh, I, I, you don't even have to go into public uh, yeah. space. I mean, it's life. <laughs> but uh, that is life anyway. Mm. Um, the other day, he alighted from the product jeep that was given to him. <laughs> <laughs> And typical of him, you know, very jovial, despite what he has gone through. But if you meet him, you know, he, he, there, there are no dull moments with him. Yeah. Uh, and when he just look at me saying, I'm not a big boy. Yeah. You know? <laughs> I like <laughs> so, that. Uh, I, 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 people. I, I wish him success. I'm happy for him. Yeah. I wish him success. I wish his tenure will now. Uh, people will not regret, you know, voting him you know, as a senator of the Federal Republic. And uh, the person I know, Pam, uh, Prince Pam, I know that uh, definitely he's going to make a mark and he's going to contribute positively, you know, to the development of Plateau North Senatorial District. All right. Yeah. Let's open the phone lines. If you want to join the conversation, we'd love to hear from you. 0821-2187-7777 or call 90 Turn down the volume of your radio before calling or you turn it off completely. And then you uh, make your comment. And you can uh, join the conversation on our social media, uh, on Facebook, facebook.com slash jfmjoss. We're on X uh, at jfmjoss. That is our X handle, formerly known as Twitter. Hello, good evening. Thank you for calling. Yeah, hello, good evening. Yes, thanks for calling. We're listening to you. Yeah, thank you very much. My name is Sadiq Umar. I'm calling from TT and Junction. Thank you. We're listening. Go ahead, please. Yes, I will comment to guest. He has spoken very, very well. And he has enlightened us more about the issue of policy that is happening in Plateau State. Mm. Let me start by the uh, issue of scarification uh, of goods in the market. You see, since comments of uh, APC, that's President Tinubu, I think since the removal of subsidy, our economy has just been stabilized because of the way the situation is ongoing. You see, and the government have promised a lot for the people in terms of cushion of this kind of hardship, in terms of uh, subsidy, in terms of uh, uh, school fees loan and the rest. But the government have not done anything. Even the civil servant now, the government have not increased their salary now. And with everything is carrying on daily basis. So I don't think that uh, uh, President Tinubu is ready to uh, tackle the issue of insecurity as long as this subsidy is concerned. Unless you will go back to look at the issue and address it back. And lastly, I want to comment on the issue of policy that is happening in Plateau State. Actually, we are commending Plateau people for a peaceful conduct, despite the kind of uh, tension that was happening at the eve of the election with the removal of PDP. You see, that to say that uh, the Plateau people have half their mind, especially uh, uh, the issue of the structure on the ground. If uh, a person, a party, can be nominated by a stakeholder in Plateau State and with the winning party and the party have support that party and they have win, I don't think the issue of structure has to be raised again because that's the main depression of structure. Because if the uh, PDP do not have structure and uh, uh, the stakeholder and the father of PDP, that's Baba Jang, I don't think that they, they can achieve what they will achieve by supporting any other political party. But kudos to this, it is very, very recommended. 
But we are calling on the platooners. Let's look at last success. Let's keep the issue of partisan aside. Let's have a development in the state. Because that's one thing. The government is doing very, very well. And anybody that have to come to platform to support the government. So I think those that have been winning, even though they are in different parties, we are hoping that will cooperate with the governor so that they can achieve the achievement of Latouche. Thank you very much. God bless. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Uh, both lines are uh, up and running. Don't forget 0812187777 or you call 0905566699. Turn down the volume of your radio before uh, calling, making your comment. Good evening. Thank you for calling. Good evening, Pansad, and your guest in the studio. Good thank evening. you. Yeah, thank Good you evening. for calling. Thank you so very much. This is Comrade Marambulus Mandiu calling you from Dafo in Bokos. We're listening. Thanks for calling. Very quickly, what I want to say here is that I want to tell politicians here on the plateau that whoever thinks that, you know, he's going to sh- short, short, what, change or do corner with plateau people, in fact, he will not succeed at the end of the day. That's the truth about it. And anybody who thinks that he will rob Babajan, he's just wasting his time. Because, in fact, plateau people, you know, they are wiser. And as long as Babajan lives on the plateau, even, even if they like, they should want to remove the, the party that Babajan is not for supporting, you know, one hour to the election, I'm telling you, he will tell us w- what to do. We'll follow him. Mm. So just forget about it. Baba Jang, no, no, on the plateau, he means so much to us. And we'll continue to follow him. Mm. So those that think that, no, they will, they will rubbish Baba Jang. In fact, they should have everything. They should come and, and, and repent. Uh, kneel, let, let them kneel down and repent in fact, and ask for forgiveness. If not, in fact, they will continue to suffer defeat as long as what? No, politics is concerned here on the plateau. On the issue of modern insecurity, just like what your, your guests have said, you know, could, could you remember what happened, you know, some years back, you know, in Taraba, when one you know, uh, kidnapper, Kim, Kim Ping, you know, was arrested, and some what politicians, uh, policemen came from uh, Abuja to arrest him, and, you know, we don't even know actually what happened, and they were fired, you know, some soldiers fired on them, and they killed him, and that, you know, notorious Kim Ping called what, Wadume. Mm. He sneaked and ran away. So that's exactly what uh, we're saying. Politicians, when the kidnapping that is going on you know, in Nigeria, you know, is connected with the politicians. Some politicians, they don't even have business to do. For example, if you intend to ask some lawmakers you know, here on the plateau, we started to ask questioning what their characters and where they are, their sort of money, income is coming from. We don't want to mention them. Somebody will be dishing out money, and he doesn't have any company. He doesn't have anything. So we want, the time is now is coming that those politicians who think that no, they no, they they will muzzle. So, yeah, no, somebody we don't even know his business, but you will see how he is moving with talks and criminals back to cause mayhem. And this kind of politicians, no, will begin to suspect them that in fact they are uh, the issue of you no know, uh, uh, kidnapping. You no, know, definitely we have to. They have to be interrogated. So that is my my, my, my contribution this evening. Thank you. Have a wonderful uh, celebration. Thank, thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you, uh, comrade, for sharing your thought uh well on facebook facebook.com slash jfmjos uh that is our facebook address well let me read out comments as we've got them on facebook julius achigaki saying the federal government under the leadership of president bola akmatinabu don't really know what they're doing in terms of economy people are suffering but the government is doing nothing about it congratulations to our boss honorable daniel sama for he has received his certificate of return today John Paul Chakop is saying the economic hardship is on the increase day by day and the government approach towards dousing it is not yielding anything. 
Can you imagine a measure of local rice is sold for 1,500 to 1,700 in January? Not even July or Habajama, you say. Well, that uh, uh, calls for serious concern. And even beans now, I learned that is about 100,000. Back, uh-huh. one back, you know, about 100,000. Comrade Dawes, Lonka Dawes is saying, let's see what Mr. President was doing during his administration as governor of Lagos in tackling the economic economy of Nigeria. The people are seriously suffering. To His Excellency, Barrister Mutfuang should review the recent sack of the tertiary institution workers employed by the past administration. It's not all of them that are bad. Hello. Hello. Good evening. Thank you for calling. Oops. We got too late. Sorry about that. 081 7777 or call 0905566699. Hello, good evening. Thank you for calling. Good evening, Paul Yes, thank you for calling. Please tell us the name and join the conversation. Thank you. I'm Musa Ike Kalu calling you from Ochi Park. Thank you for calling. We're listening to you. You see, Paul is a very tangible situation we find ourselves in this country. No matter how competent you are to tender your effort in developing a state or nation, I am telling you, you can be cut down at any time in as far as political politics is concerned in Nigeria. Look at even what happens in the presidency. Just to bring the service chiefs up and the police, how many competent Nigerian generals and everything need, need to lose their job? This is what we are saying, the politics of vengeance. Let me tell you, during Babaja, when he was about to get down, he made his employment. When Lalonsem was born, did he drive all of them? He didn't drive all, all of them. All of them are platoonians. They are, they are seeking for jobs. But my advice to, platoon, to, 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 to all these politicians is that you should clear an avenue where you can prove, you prove to your enemy that what they thought of you, you is not what you are. Just like that, let me tell you. Whether we like it or not, subsidy has come and gone, and we continue calling on the government. There's no any government throughout the whole world that doesn't subsidize one thing or the other to, to its fellow citizens. I am telling them, whether they like it or not, in as far as they are dragging us to hunger, hunger, I am telling you, the most subsidized food, is anything apart from this eating, it's a critical situation, let them know it. Whether the states are having money or any other thing, they are most subsidized or agriculture. They should do it by all means. If not, so they are pushing us to the war. And let me tell you, my brother, me as a driver, and there's no how I can continue buying this there. 1,216 naira to, to be running a talk. Is, 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 that is our, our main problem we are having. Even anybody using car, in as far as transportation is concerned in this country, there's nothing you can do without going with you through this transportation. That is why everything is on the high side. They must find out. Something to do. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Well, I do understand uh, this person and his point of view. Well, let's take some, read out some comment on on uh, X. Uh, okay. Uh, okay. This is coming from Philip Palmer saying, whatever we do, let's have a, Okay. Not for us. Ali Yasser is saying, actually, with the current situation at hand, they are losing it, especially the skyrocketing of uh, food items. Fred Ocas is saying, with the current hardship ravaging the country, it seems to me the government of the day lacks the focal point in addressing the situation because for them to be calling on Peter Obi and Antigua to provide a solution shows they are not on track. 
Nosinyango Gomjohn is saying, clueless and everything, this government lacked direction. Uh, you see, Izangati is saying, seriously, for what we're seeing on the ground, I think the federal government is on the right track. Love you guys. God bless JFM. Thank you. Um, okay. Uh, Kevin Peter is saying, sincerely speaking, many Nigerians are suffering as a result of the bad economic policies throughout the turn of the last administration up to the current one. May God save us, you say. Hello. Thank you, for sir, good evening. Thank you for calling. Good, sir, for your introduction. Thanks for calling. Please go ahead. We're listening to you, sir. Unfortunate, what we are witnessing in this country. There is hunger in the land. Uh, everything skyrocketing. Uh, beans, you said it, rice. The, lo the lowest in rice with stone, 1,600, Oh. Sorry, we lost connection. Uh, yeah. I mean, I, I'm just thinking about food items skyrocketing, and most of big pharmaceutical companies have left the country. Mm -hmm. So the cost of uh, some basic medication, especially inhalers, you know, for asthmatic patients, very, very mm -hmm. uh, expensive. You've been some drugs that uh, diabetic people, you know, take, and hypertensive, those who are hypertensive. And, you know, all of, I mean, it's, I think that we're in a very terrible place in our country. Mm, indeed, uh, it's, it's a very terrible situation. A very ter terrible situation with uh, no relief in sight. It's obvious that uh, the administration at the federal level is like it has losing control because uh, we've not seen uh, decisive action in terms of policy to address the situation. Um, uh, of course, I say that the issue, the dollar issue is... Uh, it's a, it's a long-term issue, but in the immediate term, you know, something has you know, to be done. More so that uh, the huge amount that is being realized from the um, removal of uh, subsidy. I call on the state government, I still repeat, they need to sit up, they need to sit, to sit up and prioritize their you know, activities. And this is not time to engage in the construction of uh, infrastructure. You need to look at the human beings first. There is hunger in the land. And I want to tell you that uh, anything that can easily destroy an economy is food inflation. And so in most countries, especially advanced uh, economies, they try as much as possible to address that particular issue. Mm -hmm. Because when you address the issue of food inflation, uh, at least you can have, it gives you leverage, you know, to attend to other, you know, economic issues. So I still repeat, I still want the state government not only Plateau State, but state governments, since they are the ones that have been considered with the, you know, uh, amount uh, as a result of uh, the removal of the subsidy. You know, there is the need to see that, uh, you know, the engage in the purchase of uh, food items and then sell it at highly subsidized rate. You know, but so doing, you, to some extent, you know, you also have to the other, you know, um, you know, private, you know, people to at least, because uh, being what we are, we like to take advantage of situations. Mm -hmm. uh -huh. And uh, if you look at this very closely, you find out that uh, the rise in the most of these items may not necessarily, you know, be from the uh, as a result of uh, you know exchange rate. Exchange rate. 
Uh-huh. Because people take you know, advantage. People take advantage. You are talking of uh, local rice. You know, if you look at the companies, the production of local rice, how many uh, of the items were for the production were you know imported? That one will say that uh, the dollar was uh, needed. So uh, I also call on the people to be very, very. You know, we need to be our brother's keeper. Uh, it's not that you take advantage of situation; you exploit to exploit people. So that is that is that is that is just yeah. Well, that is uh, a humane way of presenting. Uh, Good evening. Well thank you for calling. Yeah, thank you for calling. My brother, this is a you start once again. Oh, we lost uh, connection with you the other time, yeah. but thank you. Uh, thank for uh, uh, thank you. Uh, first time, my brother. You know, the truth is always bitter, but we have to say the truth as it is. You understand? What I have to say this is, I thank the guests. You have said many things in the studio there. So what I have to say is that the truth of the matter is that ATC really bastardized this country. I'm telling you, in 2014 to 2015, the kind of, you know, sweet, sweet, sweet talk, they said that uh, Jonathan is this, Jonathan is that. They use propaganda to, you know, to spoil Jonathan in the case of Nigerians. But what is happening today, a dollar is almost... 1,500 naira per dollar. You understand? See how everything just scatter. You do you hear that? There's a lady that wants to get married. They cannot the lady that. The bandit put gun on her head that if they do not pay money on her, they will kill her. In this, in, as I'm talking to you now, so everything has spoiled. And the war party that the supporters of this party, they are not coming out to speak the way they speak against, against, against Jonathan. Very, very bad of them. Good night, my brother. Thank you. I, well, uh, the fact that he said good night is like uh, this is the last. <laughs> well, I thank you anyway for sharing your thought with us. Uh, well, uh, this is coming from Mafia Cipran Luca on X. is saying, ah, which right track? I don't believe in the federal government because they always take unanalyzed decisions before implementation were actually were really suffocated. When Nigerians are pushed to the wall, they will hit the street with protests. Mm. Well, just like the women in Niger State, uh, I learned that the police have arrested them. And the women who started the protest, uh, protesting the high cost of uh, uh, living. Hello, good evening. Thank you for calling. Hello, good evening, Mr. Pan. Thank you for calling. Tell us your name and join the conversation, please. I'm, I'm Mohammed Kono from Oswatunjama Street. Thank you, Mohammed. We're I'm listening Muhammad. to you. I want to commend the guest. It's been a world it's been a world that I had a guest that is objective that the guest in this in this especially in this platform like this. Mm. I commended him for his objectivity. Thank you. Anna, yes. I think that's what I want to I want to uh, uh, uh the other the last caller, Mr. Duke said uh he started to his opinion. But the fact that this administration has said doesn't mean that Jonathan was good too. Mm. We should not forget that. Doesn't mean that Jonathan was good. Jonathan, I was in Meduguri, I school in Meduguri. My village, particularly my village because I cannot even go to my village without Jonathan Gulov. What are people talking about? The fact that this has mentioned for does not mean that Jonathan Bulldog has is a successful resources. Uh, regarding 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 the suffering that people are suffering, you know, yes, I agree with him that Ubuari contributed a lot. But one thing the mistake that Bolatron made for me, I think, how can he make this harsh policy at once? If you have look at the situation people, where how are people are feeling, how are people are doing at that moment? 
That's the best choice you made. And you have to do something. If not, you have to put it to reach your eternal people will resist. Now, like we have seen people resisting in Jeraja State yesterday. And for the APC, and for them to come out to and, say, and say that the opposition have the one instigating people, if I may ask them, are people suffering or not? That's the question that you ask yourself. Thank you. Are we happy? Mm-hmm. Welcome. Have a nice day. Thank you, thank you. I mean, uh, I had to, sorry, just interject because we're pressed for time. Mm-hmm. Mr. Adudu, please go ahead and give your concluding remarks. Well, my concluding remarks is a call to my good friend, Prince Pam, the distinguished senator of the Federal Republic, mm-hmm. senator representing Platinum Senatorial Zone, and my younger brother, Daniel Asama. We've met on this program several years. He's a boy I have uh, so much uh, confidence in, and I know he's not going to dis- uh, disappoint his, con- you know, const- his constituents. My call to the two, the senator and the member, is that uh, to whom much is given, much is expected. And uh, people are looking up onto them to make the difference. I wish them luck in all their endeavors. Thank you very much. Thank you. Thank you very much, uh, Mr. Joseph Adudu, for coming. This is the more show take on the show. The news will come your way at above the hour six o'clock. Do have a good evening. Bye now. Thank you for listening to JFM Podcast.